<laughs> I do. I do too. I can't even. I'm like, what is that platform we use? I don't <laughs> what does that icon look like on my phone? <laughs> I do. I do too. I can't even. I'm like, what is that platform we use? I don't <laughs> what does that icon look like on my phone? Are we are we live right now? <clears throat> uh, I punched it up on YouTube and I was like, did I wear the same thing last week? <laughs> it was like a... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But still, still. That's... <laughs> Hello. Hey, hey. Yeah, a whole lot of nothing, man. It, it's the summer. We bought a pool. I haven't been playing Jack <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, I've got the... Uh, I, I played a, a, a little, a fair bit of the, the new Turtles game. Um, it, it's fabulous. I know there, there are some people that have, have made some negative remarks and they've been mentioned on other podcasts, but... You know, those people aside... I forgot uh, about that. I forgot that one of the highest rated Nintendo podcasts of all time, not specifically me, but people like me, got called out for not liking Ninja or beat-em-up brawler type games. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so um, it's it's very fun. It feels like I need the, uh, the joystick, like an arcade control that would like really put it over the top. But that's just how much of an arcade game it feels like. Uh, aside from that, I don't know. I almost feel like I should ask you guys, what have I been talking about? But I don't think I've been talking about playing any games. I just remember you posted something about making like Japanese hamburgers or something. Oh, yeah. No, that's a little kit. No, that's not a video game. <laughs> that's like a little candy kit. That's amazing. We got them at Myers uh, up in Bowling Green. Yeah, they're, they're famous on like a, a lot of YouTube kids. They make them. It's actually a lot of work to make these little candy delectable items but they're actually they're pretty good they're unique um oh uh, yeah it seems like i bought so oh, i bought oxen free 
because the second one looked awesome. I wanted to play through the first one. I've not played the first one yet, though, but I did get it. Um, I don't know. I've been playing Minecraft again with Maddie because that wild update came out with the frogs and the wardens, which we hadn't found a warden yet, but that's our goal. A uh, little bit of No Man's Sky. I mean, nothing. I haven't. I haven't went back to uh, Horizon yet. I guess I don't want to, but because I got so much stuff going on, I don't want a bunch of intermittent gaps while I'm trying to get back into that. I want it in a period of time when I can sink back into it. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's not out of desire, just out of timing. So yeah, not a lot. I mean, Turtles, Minecraft, No Man's Sky. Nice. Chase, you have a list of games that you've been playing? I sure <laughs> that do. You, that you finished? <laughs> um, platinum this but yes, this. But since, uh, since Mitch has been watching the big screen, I have been watching the very tiny screen. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah, the little uh, thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the play date. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty fun. It, I'm on it's it's on the first season right now. So there's there's two free games every week that downloads to the well downloads to the system. Uh, I actually woke up this morning and it was flashing a light. And I was like, "What does that mean?" So I walked over to it and it says, "Oh, you have new games to play this week." So I downloaded those this morning. I haven't got to check check those out, but like it it functions really well. The only thing I don't like about it is that you really have to be like underneath the light to kind of see it because like it is. Is doesn't have my doesn't have a backlit lit at all, um, and you can um, download games to it from like third parties. Um, you can go on like each IO and like download a game, and you can sideload it to it. Um, so I I did that with a game called uh, Super Corporate Tax Evader, um, and it basically you use use the uh, the little windy. Let me pull it out. It's got the little windy thing on the side, and you can spin it around like that. And it functions in that game um, to shred tax documents. And basically, <laughs> basically, you, um, basically, you are in the uh, you're in the other room, and there's a conversation going on, like, like a little bubble on the top of the screen, and it's like in um, between the lawyer and your boss. But you're hiding in the other room, shredding tax documents, trying to not, not get caught by the lawyer, and then. The more tax documents you uh, you shred by, by not getting caught, the higher score you get. Um, so yeah, that, I played that one. That was actually pretty fun. It's a pretty simple game. Um, and then I played a game called Whitewater Wipeout, uh, which is on the first season. Uh, that kind of plays like Richard. Have you ever did you ever play uh, California Games? Oh yeah, yeah. So it plays like the the surfing game on that, and you and you control the board by spinning the uh, little turn turn wheel and then there's a game called uh casual birder which you're going around and taking pictures of birds and it's it's actually got a story and everything and it and it plays like a like a top-down like rpg like looking game uh but like when you go to the there's like a little screen that pops up and it goes around the screen you know to take the picture and you have to crank it to focus the camera which is actually pretty cool um, other than that, I actually went back uh, and played replayed uh, Ghost of Tsushima with the new PS5 update and the DLC. DLC was actually pretty challenging. Um, a lot of the enemies would switch stances, and you would have to like match your stance to take down their uh, weaknesses. Uh, I played a game called Ten Tale of Shadows, which was actually I really enjoyed the the concept of the game because. 
you're you're basically playing. Uh, there's a top down view when you're controlling the little girl, and and you you move things around to create shadows or paths, um, and then it goes to the front view, like a like 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 a 2d view uh, of the bear and you're controlling the bear to, to go over these, like the shadow, like if you're, if you're creating like a, like a shadow on a pillar and it would make like a ramp for the bear to go up. And then you just switches back and forth to do, to create like these uh, puzzles that you have to solve. But that's, uh, I really enjoyed it, but like it had like, just like weird, like squeaky dog sound effects, like, like a little squeaky toys, um, which I did not like. Uh, other than that, it was all right. Um, what else have I played this week? Uh, I played Freedom Finger, which you can draw you uh which is a uh game. It's like a shoot 'em up game with like a side scroll, it's like all hand drawn. But you draw you're you're flying a ship that's a giant middle finger in space, shooting uh, up uh Chinese terrorists and uh, a bunch of other stuff. Um it's it's very, very American. <laughs> or you know american politics kind of kind of based like making fun of politics but it's not it, it's kind of over the top and brave funny um and then i played a game called the eternal cylinder which is that cubert looking game that came out like a few months ago um it's really weird really really weird you, you like absorb things and they change your abilities and you have like a family like other little cubert thing followers you switch between them to solve like puzzles and stuff but it's i don't know it's it's a very very weird, weird game um uh, I'm, I'm still like in the middle of it but i, I kind of like stopped to play uh tried to test out the uh the streaming feature of the playstation 3 games on the um playstation premium and yeah i tried uh was a wretched and clank uh quest for booty um so I tried that and like I did, like I had like a, like one or two little stutters of the audio. Um, and then like, I kind of like stopped and looked at my phone for a little while and it disconnected me and it was like, Hey, we're going to, since you're not playing right now, we're going to disconnect and let other people play. And I was like, okay, that's understandable. <laughs> um, there was something else I feel like I did this week and I didn't write it down, but. You brought that up. Uh, I tried eco. With the oh, yeah, yeah. PS3 streaming. And I, I didn't yeah. have any kind of hang-ups or, or stutters or anything like that. I was okay. pretty impressed. Except, um, I, you've played Eco, right? I haven't. I, oh. I, saw it, I saw it on there and I was like, I definitely had to play this. So. Okay, so uh, the, the save function, basically what it is, is there's these little stone couches. And you just sit down and that's how you save your progress. Mm -hmm. um, I did find that the, the saving aspect took a long time. I don't know mm -hmm. why. I only saved that one time, so I can't compare it to any other save. I'll have to go back and play it. But mm -hmm. I will say that you know the game as as a whole, everything played beautifully, except the save seemed to take forever. So, hmm. it's got to save your stuff locally and in the cloud storage over in Japan. Takes yeah, time. ah, yeah. May, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just a I don't know either. I I just know it was it was considerably slow. Yeah. Anything else, Chase? No, that's pretty much it. I feel like I did try something else, but on the on the PlayStation Premium thing, but I can't. I, I guess I didn't write it down. This is yeah. um, the first time I've pulled up to what we've been playing, where I've played a bunch of different games in a while. Because normally I'm like, nice. oh, I play like one game and then that's it, or I don't play anything. But rediscovering how um, 
Alex and Ty and some of our other friends like to, oh, we're buying this game. Let's play it for 45 minutes and then go over to something else. I got kind of into that with them. Um, so we all re-downloaded Call of Duty Black Ops 3 so we could play custom zombies maps, which we played for probably like four hours the other day, um, which were fantastic. Some of these people who make these custom maps put more effort into it than the people who actually make the zombies maps for the newer games. Um, <laughs> Like we did one of them, and it was like they had re- completely redone like the the gameplay mechanics, the HUD, how everything works, and they had made this like Dead Space style zombies map. It was insane. Uh, it only took like an hour or two to beat it, but it was like it was it was crazy. The whole it was they actually weren't zombies. I don't know what the hell they were. They were they're like just shadows that like were trying to kill us. It was crazy. Hmm. Um. We've been playing the absolute hell out of Fall Guys now that that's gone free to play. Um, thanks to that game, I've now hit Twitch affiliate. So uh, nice. there's so many people wanting to watch us play that game. It's crazy. <laughs> um, I finally got around because I. So in this week that I've had off, I have rewatched Stranger Things season four again. I uh, watched Squid Game all the way through, and then I watched Arcane, which I want to talk about later, but I'm not going to do it right now. But, um, so anyway, I had this game called Crab Game on my computer, which is just making fun of Squid Game. And I get in there and I immediately left and I uninstalled the game because it was just like, there's no other way to put it other than like every time I would like get into a a game for more than like five seconds, it was just the most racist people I've ever heard in my entire life. Mm just voice chat there's no moderation to voice chat or text chat and it's just like oh god it was it was unbearable like i could not sit in that for like but i i did stay long enough and fought through it because i wanted to play red light green light and i almost won and then i, I didn't so i lost that was just okay i'm out um there is a big steam sale going on right now so i bought friday the 13th again on pc because it was three dollars i was like why not um and uh, what was the other thing? We played golf with your friends for like an hour and a half last night. It's just a putt putt. <laughs> it's just a multiplayer putt putt game. That's 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 what it's come down to. We're just playing putt putt. I've had games like God of War, and I re-downloaded Elden Ring because I got like a kick to play it. I never actually followed through with that. And some other <laughs> games on my PlayStation, I re-download all this stuff. I probably use like two hundred gigabytes worth of my like data allowance this month. To just re-download games, like AAA to $60 games, and I'm over here playing fucking Putt-Putt, and um, whatever. The, oh, the other game, Ghost of Exile. We downloaded that last night, which is like a crazier version of Phasmophobia. Um, hmm. That was not the game we needed to play at 1 o'clock in the morning getting ready to go to bed, but <laughs> we did it anyway. And um, scared the absolute hell out of me. It was, It was great. It was great. But let's let's jump into some um, stuff for this week. Um, we're gonna start off with the games that are coming out. We haven't done this in a while because it's been like crazy new stuff, and I just I'm a bad noodle and I forget to uh, put them in there sometimes. But uh, we'll just quickly go through these. There's not a lot of stuff. Um, Disgaea Six coming out on PlayStation stuff on the 28th. So it's coming out tomorrow, which. I feel like Disgaea 5 was a launch title for the Switch and didn't come to anything else until later. So it's just crazy how this stuff always falls down where like Disgaea 6 is now a PlayStation exclusive. Mm-hmm. Unless the Switch version just doesn't work anymore. Like they can't do it. Um, 
DNF Duel, never heard of it. Uh, it's coming out on coming out tomorrow for PlayStation stuff. Escape Academy uh, coming out tomorrow also for PlayStation and Xbox. Phobia Saint Denfra's Hotel. A lot of stuff you just never heard of. Uh, until like the more I guess the better stuff's coming. Um, I used to really be big be into these, but these MX versus ATV games. Have y'all ever played any of those? Like a long time. Oh ago? yeah. Well, like the 360, mm-hmm. where it was like that's that was the shit to play MX versus. Never ATV. did. Really. <laughs> It was crazy nope. a long time ago. Um, on June thirtieth, uh, Cuphead: The Delicious Last Course finally yes. coming out. Yes, a long time coming. I need to go watch the Cuphead show too. That's on that's on my list of things I need to watch. Um, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak coming out for Switch and PC uh, on June thirtieth. Um, Outriders World Slayer expansion. I don't know if this is going to make me redownload Outriders or not, but. Um, is this a paid DLC or is this a free? It's a, it is a paid oh, DLC. Oh hell no, I'm out. Not I, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should be giving that away for free. That was mm-hmm. Outriders was not worth it. And then Formula One 2022 for all you racing fans, that's actually coming out on July 1st for PlayStation, mm. Xbox, Stadia, PC. Yeah, I don't know Outriders. Oh god, um, just. <laughs> that was fun for all of five seconds. Um, next up, uh, I meant to talk about this uh, during uh, the last show we actually recorded, but Summer Games Done Quick, I like to always give them a plug because they're uh, back at it again uh, right now. Uh, we're actually, I think this is day two of it. Uh, you know, this charity where they're raising money for Doctors Without Borders, um, where they're just speed running games and doing glitches and all sorts of nonsense. Um, I tuned in first thing this morning, or right before I went to bed, because they were doing a speed run of Crash Bandicoot 2, and I wanted to see how insane that was, and like everything I always talk about, it's always insane. Um, (laughs) And I got up early this morning because I read the time wrong, and I thought they were doing a speed run of Phasmophobia at 8 o'clock this morning. I was like, oh, that makes sense. We do that during the day. Um, And then uh, it's actually 8 o'clock tonight instead, so I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. But... um, yeah, I'm, there's only like there's they're doing a McDonald's Treasureland Adventure, which I want to watch that, and then um, Link's Awakening and Silent Hill. Those are like the big ones for today, other than Phasmophobia. Um, but yeah, there's a big list of stuff. It'll be in the description of this video after we get done recording, and you can find stuff that you want to watch in here because I'm already looking at tomorrow. Tomorrow there's like five Mega Man games back to back, and they're gonna beat them all in like 38 minutes or something like that. This gonna be fun, and I'm like the I love watching speedruns. But let's get into actual news, and that is, so the week we didn't record, we got two more showcases that happened. Uh, We got a Capcom showcase, and we got a Square Enix showcase that was specifically for Final Fantasy VII, Um, but we'll go to the Capcom one first, because there was a lot of actually cool stuff that came out of this. Um, So we got another look at Street Fighter VI, because this this one game in this one year, in this summer block has gotten more trailers than Deathloop did. And it's kind of having its Deathloop <laughs> effect going on. Mm-hmm. But the difference is that they're they're slowly showing more information instead of just being like, hey, this is the same Deathloop trailer. It's just organized differently every time you see it. Um, yeah, there was that. We got the Capcom Fighting Collection, uh, Capcom Arcade 2 Stadium, which includes... Uh, Saturday Night Slam Masters, Magic Sword, Black Tiger, and Echo Fighters. Um, no, I man, there's like 
20 games on that. That's just a 32, 32 games. 32. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can get street fighter Two: the world warrior for free right now. Then it's a limited thing right now. Yeah. Right now. Uh, Oh, where's Michael? That's Michael's line. He's not here. Someone has to do it for him. Um, we got uh, Exoprimal, which is um, pretty much that game that everyone always compares to. What is that other dinosaur game? Um, it's like Turok. Turok and Anthem mixed together. That's what it looks like. Yeah, there was some other... Like, I, I, I don't know who this game is targeted to, but it's... <laughs> well, if it's, if it's Anthem related, then it's got to be targeted towards Michael, because Michael swears by Anthem. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Dragon's Dogma 10th anniversary, which didn't they also announce Dragon's Dogma 2? That just wasn't, they did, yeah. It wasn't in mm-hmm. this presentation for some freaking reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the big stuff Resident Evil's Village DLC, or Resident Evil's Village, Resident Evil Village's DLC, uh, which the name, they don't have the name in here, which is annoying. Um, Shadows of Rose, I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to play as uh, Ethan Winters' daughter, and it's launching alongside the RE Verse multiplayer, which lets everyone play as Lady Dimitrescu and step on people. Which I know Michael would be very happy about that as well. I don't know, uh, Richard. What do you think about Resident Evil Village's DLC? Oh, I can't wait, man. That is like my highlight of the summer was the Capcom show. It was amazing. But I tell you, I mean, the DLC has me excited. But what really has me excited is being able to replay it in third person. Mm-hmm. That's like some old school Resident Evil shit right there. So, yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to do that another playthrough uh, in the third person mode. Doesn't so I was it, excited to see that. Wouldn't it kind of break the immersion of the fact that you don't see Ethan Winters' face until like the end of the game? Because you can see it whenever I- now. You, but it's it's that classic like vibe and look, man. Resident Evil's always been third person, so that was one of the things that even when um, Biohazard came out, I was kind of like, you know, okay, you know, we're gonna do this route. Um, that would be great too if they'd go back and put a, a third person option for Biohazard. I'd, I'd replay that again. I mean, they might. They also with this said that the PS5, Xbox Series versions of um, two remake, three remake, and seven are available now. Yeah, so wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't put it past them to go back and um, add that in there. And yeah, then, I think that'd be cool. And then we got another trailer for Resident Evil Four remake, which just looks stunning. So it does, man. I just I want to play that again, but I just I, I keep thinking about the nightmare that the uh, I, I you know I told you in the group chat like there's a good chunk of that game that's an escort mission with the president's <laughs> daughter. That's just ugh. maybe they've tweaked it, made it made it better. That's you know that's what I'm gonna look at you know that's that's my big question is how that plays out. Jace, what do you think about all these Resident Evil announcements? I think it's cool. I have like I like I said like I've never been like a real big Resident Evil fan. I did play Village. I did really enjoy it. Um, I'll probably I'll probably check out that DLC uh, and then I may pick up some of the older games and check them out. Nice. Well, let's jump. Uh, still in Japan, but to a different part of it with the Square Enix Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary uh, showcase um, where they showed off a um, a silver Shinra ring. You can- oh, you know what? I have been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. I totally forgot about that. I'm on Chapter 4. 
that's the other thing I've been playing. Anyway, um, <laughs> you can get a uh, Buster Sword clock. That's what, like three hundred dollars. You can get um, a cloud <laughs> statue. That's probably like six hundred dollars. Uh, there's also some kind of music thing, and then they have games, which is crazy because you know Final Fantasy VII is the number seven Final Fantasy game, but yet there are like seven Final Fantasy VII games. It's weird how <laughs> how Square does this stuff. It's a big universe, yeah. It's the yeah the Final Fantasy VII uh, extended cinematic universe. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's talk about it. So we have Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, which is a single player mobile game which is just like, okay. Uh, there's Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier, which is a mobile battle royale game. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrates on Steam now, which is cool. More people get to play that. I'm working my way up to the cool stuff. Um, Final Fantasy VII Reunion Crisis Core, which... One of y'all feel free to explain that to people because not I'm not the one to do that. But uh, this is coming out on all platforms, not just PlayStation, mm-hmm. and it's also coming to Switch, which is crazy that they're going to release whatever Crisis Core is on the Switch. We we really can't. Crisis Core is about Zach, and since there's kind of like this resurgence of Final Fantasy VII and a lot of new faces. You really can't talk about Zach without spoiling things. So yeah, and this about- game, this game was originally on PSP and only on PSP. So, well, like, I've never played this one, so I'm excited to go play this. It's like a full remaster of that game. I've uh, I've played it. It's awesome, and that's all I can say is that it's about Zach, and that'll make a lot more sense when you play Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> okay. He's a really important character. We'll put it that way. I feel like with him being having a Buster Sword, it leads me into believe that he's either related to Cloud or he's who Cloud like learned about or Cloud's origins involved this dude. But I could be wrong. I, I'm on chapter four. You know what? Should I've been be right. Doing? I don't know. You got- <laughs> I uh, I've been running errands with uh, Tifa around uh, whatever city I'm in. I'll tell you what though, with that game, like I, the action, like the combat's awesome. But nothing gets me like more going than when the music starts kicking up and it's that classic Final Fantasy VII music you've been hearing for Final mm-hmm. Fantasy remixed. And it's like, okay, look, I get it. I get, <laughs> I get what's going on with this game. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I waited 25 years to play this fucking game. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. This is crazy because, like, like you're saying, like, you, Zach, who's the main character of Crisis Core, like, you have to play Final Fantasy VII to understand like who he is i guess and like yeah i guess you could play the original final fantasy 7 on the switch but like you have this game that looks very close to the remake but the remake's not on the switch it's just not even a cloud version it's just the original version so i don't know it's coming out this winter so we'll see it i it probably won't even run well so it may it may end up being a cloud game who knows i'll get it a cloud game thanks thank you um uh and finally final fantasy 7 rebirth which is part two of final fantasy 7 remake because it would be just so hard to just say part two but you know i don't judge them because 
I've seen what they've done with Kingdom Hearts names, so um, I know what they're <laughs> capable of. And just putting one word at the end of Final Fantasy VII instead of 15 words, you know what? I respect it. Uh, we, got a, <laughs> we got a trailer for it, though, and um, I guess if you haven't beat, if you watched the trailer and you haven't beaten the first part of that game, it probably is very confusing um, to see Cloud and Sephiroth hanging out, but you know, whatever. I don't judge people. I don't understand what happened yet. I just know that they're not supposed to be hanging out. And uh, that's just where I'm at with it. Um, I feel like there's just so many spoilers. Like I'm like I'm treading water right now. <laughs> but Mitch, I don't know. Uh, I've, I've seen the remake of their fight that happened in, uh, from Advent Children that was in the Smash trailer. And, that's, that, and I've beaten up Sephiroth before in Smash. That's like my extent with it. So... I, I mean, I, I'm going to have Final Fantasy VII Remake beaten before this comes out. I don't know if I'll play Intergrade. That's more money, but we'll see. Um, and then by the time the PlayStation 7 comes out, we'll be able to play Part 3. It'd be great. Um, this, if I didn't say this already, yeah, this comes out next winter. So yeah. we, have, we have a long time to go. So, uh, Last little news headline no man's sky is coming out this october for the switch and richard you were talking about this yesterday while i was at work i wasn't really paying attention what were you your reservations about it so i'm not i'm not really fully understanding and it, it could be it's very possible that maybe i'm just missing something but you know it's it's a cross play game and everything is basically on or at least to my understanding, just one server and it filters out, you know, to PC and console and, you know, you get the multiplayer aspect, but that also, it's also the expeditions. Um, expeditions have not been console exclusive. They all roll out. They run the same time period as PC and every other console. So, you know, everything really feels like it's centralized. Now, this Switch release is supposed to include um, the DLC for Expeditions. It has Expeditions with it. So, I wonder how they're going to roll out the Expeditions onto the Switch and not everything else. Hmm. Because they don't have multiplayer right now. So are they is there a server set up to handle the expeditions and if so then why isn't there just console multiplayer and if they went through the effort of setting up a server just for the switch then why would they do that are they not going to get cross play I don't know I got a lot of questions I wonder if it has something to do with like loading times or something cuz you know with like I mean, any other system maybe you know it loads Pretty fast. Uh, I never played it on. Well, checked it out on PS5, but on PS4 it loaded pretty quick. And I imagine the Switch version probably takes forever to load. So you know, if you read the uh, the article from IGN, it's. I mean, they, they word it so beautifully, but it's it's going to run really bad because <laughs> even like you know Sean Murray. Hold on, let me actually pull the. No Man's Sky is built around procedural generation, which means the console generates everything you see. Mm. This makes it so much harder to bring our game to something like the Switch. But I think this team never seems happier than when they are trying to do something, trying to do near impossible things. 
So the switch itself is generating these worlds that immediately. I'm like, oh. So you mean to <laughs> it, tell me that somewhere there's a Super Mario planet? But mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh. or uh, Kirby's just flying around eating everything. It'll be there. It's just procedurally generating. It'll take you forever to find it. I also like this line down here. He says, I honestly feel the No Man's Sky community has become one of the most welcoming in all of gaming, and it blows my mind, just judging from Reddit alone, that it's also one of the largest. For many, it is their forever game. I mean, I like that. I like that term. I I like the term forever game. No Man's Sky is my forever game, Todd Howard. It's my forever (laughs) game. So, do the planets, like, I know you, I guess is whenever you first load up the game, is that when it procedurally generates the planets, or is it just doing it constantly? I don't know, man, it's magic. It really really (laughs) is. I don't know, you know, I think, you know, anytime that you, so you've got this huge-ass extended universe, and you jump from galaxy to galaxy. Anytime you jump to a new galaxy, there's a, a small kind of window where you've got kind of like this warp tunnel effect. And I'm, I don't know. This is what I think. Um, I think that it's during that little warp tunnel effect that it actually generates the planets in that galaxy. Okay. At that time. Gotcha. Because that's the only real trouble. load that you see. Because when you land on a planet, that's that's pretty seamless. So, I think it happens with the warp. I want to give that game another try, but I don't know. I should. I need to just. I think it's on sale on Steam right now, so that'd be the best way to get me to play it. I don't know. You know, I've been playing it since it came out, so for me, it's it's been sort of seamless. But I was. I, I'm I'm curious if you go back to it. Because, you know, you're talking about, like, what, 20, 25 updates later? Mm-hmm. Like, I just wonder how how much more overwhelming it would feel someone who's not gradually had that growth and seen it kind of added on a piece at a time. Yeah. It may not be overwhelming at all. I just know that there's a lot, a lot of stuff that's been added over the years. I don't know. I'd be interested in giving it a try. Maybe something I... Uh... I grab, but um, it ain't no putt putt, so I don't know if I'll stick around with it. Or not. <laughs> um, so we actually, um, in talking about like Nintendo Directs, you know, there's technically, as of tomorrow, there will have been three Nintendo Directs in the month of June. We've actually been eating really good as far as Nintendo fans go, I guess, because um, we had the Pokemon presentation at the beginning of the month. We just had a Xenoblade Chronicles 3 specific direct, which when I saw that, that's kind of like when I was like, yeah, I'm not doing a show next week. I want to take a week off because I'm not, I can't talk about Xenoblade and, you know, Quentin probably is like, oh my God, but um, no, I can't. Oops. I can't do it. It's there's not enough there for me to want to play that game. Uh, before I jump, I, you know, completely the sideline Xenoblade Chronicles 3, did either one of you watch that and want to talk about it? I didn't watch it because no. I kind of want to go into it as blind as possible. Okay. So that makes sense. No. I mean, I, but, I will say what I've seen has been beautiful, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. I think I've seen all I've, I need to. Yeah I, yeah. I didn't need that direct at all. 
Xenoblade, th- any of the Xenoblade games, like you say, they look beautiful. I feel like those are types of games I would want to play on PC because they would look even. They, better. they, uh, the last game was a, the two was like a, was a launch title. Yep. Um, and it ran very, very well. I mean, you could see stuff way in the distance, and I was like, I was like, oh, and that looks cool. And then you actually go there, and it's like, oh wow. So, um, I was very impressed with like the 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 uh, engine it runs on. Um, and all the, the, the like the, the combat is very very unique to the game um, and it takes a little while to get used to that combat but like once you're into it it, it feels good gotcha well we got that and then yeah they um nintendo actually announced this morning that there is going to be a mini partner showcase happening tomorrow at 8 a.m our time um it's gonna be about 25 minutes long which is about the longest one they've ever done so i'm imagining there's a lot of third-party announcements or if you're very pessimistic like me they're going to spend 15 minutes talking about persona coming to the switch because it's pretty much what's going to happen tomorrow Mm -hmm. Um, it's probably like one of the worst kept secrets out there that at least (laughs) at least with persona 5 persona 5 has been like it's leaked on like amazon and ratings boards and all sorts of stuff it's happening but you know I, i i was being extra pessimistic in the group chat this morning and then i started thinking about the kind of stuff that might actually show up there that's technically a third-party game uh and it might be a little better than i'm making it out to be um because you have like there's the persona games um there's a good chance we might see sonic frontiers running on the switch which if uh, that okay but that's that's the worst part of this uh list of things i've got um live alive (laughs) which is supposed to come out next month i believe which is a um that's a sega game isn't it is that Sega? Oh, it's Sega or Square? Oh, that's Square. What? That's Square. Sorry, Sega's. Oh, you t- oh, um, live alive, live alive. Square. Yeah, live alive, live a live, live a live, live a live, live a live. Uh, English language is crazy. <laughs> Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope, uh, mm, Ubisoft yeah, game. Yeah. That game looks gorgeous. So you know, I'm here for it. <laughs> I never played the first one. It's always on sale. Like the gold edition with all the DLC is always on sale for like $15. And I just never grab it. I don't <laughs> know why. And I think one of the big ones is Bayonetta three. Cause that's, that's an, um, that's an Atlas, right? No platinum. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't develop her today. Um, that, that's like one of the, I mean, Mario Rabbids is still slated for this holiday. So, um, Mario Rabbids and Bayonetta three, both showing up there would be like, Okay, we already know about Splatoon. Xenoblade just got a direct. We know Zelda's not coming. We just got something for Pokemon. So Mario Rabbids and Bayonetta kind of just finishes out their, the rest of their holiday. Which is just annoying, though, because I think myself and everyone else just wants to hear more about Zelda. And every time that Zelda doesn't show up, it makes me think that that game is getting delayed again. And I just mm-hmm. don't want that. I want to play this freaking game so bad. It's like all I think about. That's the only game I care about playing. I will drop everything just to play Zelda. And there's, they keep just pushing it away from me. Um, <laughs> is there anything else that you guys think might show up that we haven't heard about in a while? Or, I mean, we might see Hollow Knight, Silk Song. I guess they might show up. Yeah, they might. You know, it's it's weird. I've not, I've not played that on the Switch, but when I was looking at like the comments to that No Man's Sky article, there was someone that was saying that the Switch is really only good for games like Ori, 
mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Now I've played no. Ori on the Switch, and there's like horrible lag. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not you. It's still it just doesn't handle it well. Yeah, I, I'm my my when I was playing Ori and like switching between like scenes, like my character would like get stuck in a wall. There was so much yeah. lag. Like I was yeah. very, I was getting so frustrated with that. It was awful. They need to announce like a Switch Pro or like. I don't, I don't care what they call it at this point. Switch Pro, Switch Two, Super Nintendo Switch Seven Twenty, whatever mm-hmm. they want to. I would love for them to announce more hardware. I, the Switch I want, Box Three Sixty. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Like, it, are we at a point now where we think that they're still going to upgrade the Switch, or are they just going to move on to the next? Like, yeah, I think I think they spent too much time. They're going to make a new console. You know, because um, I was actually listening to some people talk about this the other day because there's this rumor going around that, and again, it, it, it happens every single time there's a console generation, um, about a PS5 Pro coming out next year or something like that. And it lines up, the only way it lines up is that the PS4 Pro came out three years after the PS4 came out. Mm-hmm. But the difference is that the PS4... Um, the sales started to you know taper off because like everyone had one, so they obviously had to release more hardware to get the sales to go up, and that was when the jump to 4K happened with gaming mm-hmm. TVs and gaming, and nothing like that's really happened with this generation. So there's no point in PlayStation making a PS5 Pro until like 8K TVs or like the standard or whatever they whatever else happens. But with Nintendo, like they're still so far behind that they can still make a 4K system and they can still mm-hmm. use upgraded whatever. And I'm about to make my own Switch Pro, and I haven't figured out how I'm gonna do it yet. But um, you can overclock the original switches to make them perform better. And I have a piece coming in tomorrow that's gonna let me hack my Switch, my original one, and um, I'm gonna mod the hell out of this thing. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. I'm going to put custom characters in Smash Brothers. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm getting it for. That and changing up what the what the home stream looks like. And I'm going to add voice chat to the motherfucker. That's exactly what I'm going to do. So, you watch. There's a there's a really nice website called GameBanana.com and it has every mod that's available for you to put on your Switch on there. So, Hmm. I've been now does that can you can you connect to Nintendo after you do that or let it brick it? If you do like I know for like the skins on characters and like stuff like that in Smash Brothers is you can still do it because it only shows up on your end and not on everyone else's. So like um was the example. So like with Wario, there's a skin that makes him look like Mr. Krabs. And like only <laughs> only on your switch will it be Mr. Krabs on everyone else's playing it'll be uh Wario. But I'm getting I mean, I've got my Switch OLED that I'm not doing anything to. This Switch, I plan on just keeping it offline and just doing whatever I want to do with it, like make an emulation machine. Because you can get actual, you can get Android running on this. You can get Xbox Cloud Gaming running on it. You can get Stadia running on it. Probably PlayStation Remote Play if I wanted to. Like, just do whatever you want to it. That's cool. um, And overclock it so you can uh, make the games run better. So I might be able to play Zelda, my Switch might get a little hot, but I can make it do its thing. It'd be great. But that is, unless we got anything else to talk about for the Nintendo Switch Mini Partner Showcase for tomorrow, that's actually all of the news for this week. Do you have anything else to add to that? Either one of you? 
Any other, any other mm-hmm. predictions, games, hopeful things? All right. Well, let's go ahead and do a little trivia because I actually brought a trivia question this week because I uh, was a good noodle laying in bed at 1 o'clock this morning because I couldn't sleep because of the ghost game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's about the time I laid in bed. I was like, oh, God, I got to make show notes for tomorrow. Where the heck is the Nintendo Direct? Hey, wake up. Hey, here's your Nintendo Direct. No, no, no. I want the real Nintendo Direct. Um, that's how that went. Um, this week's trivia question is brought to you by Did You Know Gaming because they just dropped some new videos online. And I was like, oh, that's a cool trivia question. Um, trivia question is, which of these Zelda games originally used a musical instrument called a theremin as the musical instrument Link would use throughout the game? Either one of you know what a theremin is? I do know what a theremin is. Okay. I do not. <laughs> Was it Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, or Skyward Sword? I'm going to say Ocarina of Time. We'll go with Wind Waker. I don't really know for sure. Okay, I was about to ask you if you watched the video, but yeah, it's it's the Wind Waker. Um, the theremin okay. is, I don't know how the best to describe it, but it's like this instrument where you don't even really like touch it. It's like you just put your like hands and do like these weird like vibration things and it makes these weird noises come out of it. Uh, but there was like a whole segment on uh, Did You Know Gaming about how the original instrument for that was, for the Wind Waker was the theremin and Shigeru Miyamoto was like, this is not fun. <laughs> 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 they were like, well, thankfully we've got this baton I- item. We're I did, I did see an up. article about like where he just did not like the art style of that game at all. Yeah, he did not like the art <clears> style. They <throat> uh, had uh, females writing in. Uh, I guess it was like teenagers and was writing in and being like, "We miss handsome Link. Please bring him back." And that was one of the reasons why that they um, decided to make a more mature art style for Twilight Princess instead of making Wind Waker two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this thing looks strange. It is, yeah. it is a weird a instrument. Theremin. Mm-hmm. You play it almost like you're a magician or something. Yeah. So <laughs> um, there was a lot of very interesting stuff in that uh that video. There was like about like how there actually is a direct sequel to the Wind Waker that's like Tetra's treasure adventure or something like that, and then it takes place between that and Phantom Hourglass. Um. There's a bunch of interesting stuff. You never know what you're going to find when you watch a Did You Know Gaming video. Like, there's all sorts mm-hmm. of shit going on in there. But thank you, Did You Know Gaming, because I get a lot of my trivia questions from them sometimes. Um, so they help out. Um, so as we're getting ready to get out of here, uh, do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? Any projects or anything you're working on or want to share with anybody? No. Not at all. I did remember the other thing I, that I played. It was the uh, so they have on, on on the PlayStation Premium now they have the one hour trials of games, um, and I tried out all the other world that uh, thought scrolling cell shaded skateboard game, um, and it was it was pretty cool. Um, you do use the left thumbstick to jump instead of like the A button or B button or whatever, and then I I was kind of getting a little frustrated with that, but like once I got it down, it was pretty cool. Um, and then yeah, like like thirty minutes in, it'll it'll have a little pop up and say you have thirty minutes left of the game, fifteen minutes, five minutes, and then it shuts off and you can't play anymore. But you can like, like if you get achievements or anything, that that is uh, accounted to your account. So 
So you're yeah. gonna platinum a game trial? Uh, I don't think that I looked at all the game trials <laughs> I can play. And I was like, I don't think I can platinum any of these within an hour. But That'd be funny. Yeah, I did get. I think I got three trophies during that first game. I also played a demo. It was on the Switch though for Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes, and uh, <laughs> I immediately got mad at that uh, game because it took the best part. Of, and this isn't a spoiler. It's like the in the every trailer, but they've taken the best part of Fire Emblem Three Houses, which was Byleth, and they've turned her into the villain of this story. And I know that there's probably some reason why and how she's probably not actually the villain, but in the little brief window of time I've spent with that game, I am absolutely just hating the fact that I'm having to beat up on Best Girl from Fire Emblem Three Houses. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's It's not happening. Um, so yeah, there's a anyway back on topic. There's a Steam sale going on right now, uh, so make sure you get a bunch of games from that. Um, if you like speed running, check out Summer Games Done Quick because it's happening right now as we speak. It's happening all week. They stream for literally seven days straight, and they just like constantly have people rotating in and out, donating money. They're giving away prizes right now too. If you give them like I think it's like a minimum is like five bucks, you can enter in a raffle to win some cool things. Um, and you can follow me on Twitch at Meechflow. Because I'm now a Twitch affiliate. And uh, yeah, great. Play Fall Guys. Play Call of Duty and um, whatever else. I might stream Ghost of Exile tonight. Who knows? I might just shit my pants live on television. It'd be hate you great. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying live on TV, but it's, I mean, it's live on Twitch TV, I guess. But anyway. You can link it to your, you can link it to your TV. I could. <laughs> you I'm could, really, you could. And then you'd be on TV. Dude, I'm so cool. I have my friend Jonathan. <laughs> my friend Jonathan, he's uh, in the Air Force, and every time like, I don't know if he still does it, but he used to like um, throw our podcast up on his television while he was like getting ready for work or just hanging out around his house. And I was like, I feel like a celebrity. I'm on TV, and it was great. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, but that's gonna be all for episode 96 of Next Gen Newsweek. Um, I actually noticed at the beginning of this that um, I you couldn't hear me talk for like first 30 seconds of this episode. So uh, yeah, this is episode 96. It's great. Um, my name is Mitch. Richard's here and Chase. Yeah, we're doing the on intro. the road to 100. I know we're almost to episode 100. It's crazy. But yeah, we'll be back next week with hopefully uh, some nice things to say about the Nintendo direct mini partner showcase. I'm not live streaming that Tuesdays are my day where I don't sit in front of my desk. So that's, I'm not trying to do that unless it was like, well, we knew Zelda was going to be there. I make an exception. Um, but I'm not doing that for live alive. It's just not happening. Um, sorry, but anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll be back uh, next week with reactions to that. And anything else that happens in the world of gaming and until then have a good week. Bye.